that is in this world, it's good to come to the house of the Lord and just be able to get around people that are want to help you. Amen. That matters. You have to have a mind for it. Amen. You have to make up your mind and say, the Bible talks about endeavoring to keep the unity. Amen. That means we're going to have to put our minds to it and, and appreciate a church family that, that uh, doesn't have any time for contention. Hallelujah. First Chronicles 4. First Chronicles 4. Father, we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for truth, God. Thank you, Lord, for hungry hearts and souls, Lord, that just want more of you. Lord, this is, this is your will. This is your heart, Lord. This is what you have for us, God. And Lord, help us, I pray, to know you and to know your, your will for us through your word, God. Give us ears to hear your spirit speak into our hearts. We love you, Lord. We thank you for it. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. First Chronicles 4. Verse 9 says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coasts, and that thine hand might be with me, that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me, and God granted him that which he requested. God bless you. You can be seated. Preached about this man many years ago. And I uh, just had him on my heart here last few weeks. Just kind of thinking about Jabez again. And as we go into the book of First Chronicles, it is uh, one of those more difficult books. You know, people talk about the begets. you got uh, the family of God being just shown and their their family tree and and we recognize we've taken time here even recently talking about the importance of these portions of scripture that might be a little more tedious to read they might uh, not really seem like they they edify you a lot but as you look at the family tree of God and see how they were born into this family that had a covenant with God had a relationship with God we recognize that Old Testament is a shadow of good things to come, the Bible says, and that the importance of their legitimate birth into the family is just another arrow pointing to the fact that we have a spiritual birth to be born into the family of God. That it's not that we were born into a natural family, but through the blood of Jesus and by the power of His Spirit, we are born again in a supernatural birth to be a part of this great family. Amen? And every time you see somebody uh, proving their lineage and somehow showing that family tree and saying, hey, these people's lineage goes right back to Abraham, right back to the man that got the promise, that you and I need to be able to say, my family tree, my new birth goes right back to Calvary, goes right back to Jesus, amen, goes right back to an understanding that I've been born again. Jabez, well, go ahead and praise him. That's all right. Jabez has a uh, a story here. In the midst of all these names, there are, we say, like sometimes golden nuggets in the midst of all this. Don't be too quick to just just uh, glance through these names because every now and then God just zooms in on somebody. And Jabez has an interesting story, an interesting birth. 
he's got a testimony of something that he really didn't have a lot of control over at first. And that's the name his mother called him. When he was born, the Bible says his mother named him Jabez. It doesn't sound like too bad of a name as far as Bible names go. But uh, Bible names generally carry meaning. Generally, God is identifying us with our names. And it must have been a very difficult birth for Jabez's mother. When Jabez was born, must have caused a lot of pain in childbirth. So much so that his mother identified him and his name with the pain that he had caused in his birth. And for years, I'm sure he carried this around with him. We don't recognize that. We see the name and so often we, we don't really think about the meaning of names, but it was very important in Bible days. meant something to those that were carrying that name. Jabez, every time he heard his name called, was reminded of the pain that he caused. Every time somebody shouted out to get his attention, Hey, Jabez! It was a reminder of the pain that he put his mother through. I want to first talk a little bit about this because we understand in, in God's mercy and God's grace, God sees us in our, all the baggage we bring to church. God knows, maybe very few in your life understand the pain that you've been through. Maybe the pain that you've caused or the pain of how you have been hurt. That it has become such a part of your personality, become such a part of your identity. Sometimes we don't realize just how we carry it around. So deep within us that every time maybe we get around somebody, every time we try to meet a new friend, that pain is in the room. That pain... Maybe sometimes we're trying to push it back, trying to ignore it, but, but it comes out in the way we, we wonder what people are thinking about us. Feeling already like there's a problem where there's no real evidence of it, but we just know that we've caused so much pain, been so misunderstood so many times. Certainly this isn't any different. Amen. Ways that people have hurt us, used us. Ways that we have received sorrow, trusted, and have been let down, disappointed by those that we loved. And when we go and get around folks that are telling us, hey, this is different, we're children of God, somewhere down inside, maybe we think, you know what, I've heard that before. I've felt pain by people who have said that they were children of God. I've been hurt by Christians in my past. Amen. Hey, I'm not here to tell anybody that's not real. It's very real. And I'm sure just almost every one of us, if not uh, unanimously, we, we have been let down and hurt. That's just life. You know, sometimes that's the nature of life. But maybe you carry around scars. And we don't realize sometimes how evident it might be to others in our lives. 
just just preparing, just trying. We, we lived our whole life trying to protect ourselves. Doing whatever we can to cope. Doing whatever we can to try not to get hurt again. Amen. Oh, there's a lot of times we look at our neighbors and see their addictions or see their, their sins and see, see the, uh, all, all, all the things that we know this isn't God's best for their lives and, and, and you can point a finger and judge them pretty easily. But you don't know what they, they've been through that they're trying to just grasp at anything to try to cope. Try not to be hurt again or try not to cause pain again. Amen. I don't know how many times in just this past year people have said, how do you forgive yourself? Amen. Because I've been the perpetrator. I've been the one. I've let me down more than I let anybody else down. I've hurt others more than I've ever been hurt. That's the reality of some, some of us. Amen. But oh, thank God that today we can understand that the mercy and the grace of God will reach into the broken, will reach into the hurting lives of people like you and I, and will put it back together and show us true love, show us the mercy and the kindness that can not only accept us into his family because the Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. Amen. That he would not just just wash away sins, but he would draw us to himself and hold us and, and love us and have a plan for us. There's healing. There's healing. Thank God for beautiful testimonies even tonight of uh, a physical healing. But how much more exciting it is to know that, that your, your heart and your mind is, has been so shattered by, by, by life and that God comes in and starts putting the pieces back together. So God starts taking all those fears and all those insecurities and all that hurt and binds up the brokenhearted. The Bible tells us He'll give us a new name. He'll give us a new heart. He'll put a new song in our mouth. Amen. Uh, that He makes all things new. Amen. It's more than just a band-aid. It's more than just, just a, a, a shallow experience. But He will change your heart, your soul, your mind. Amen. He'll start putting the pieces back together. You don't have to lo- any longer be, be, be suspicious. You don't have to any longer be fearful that you can't. Oh, I love how God made this. He takes us to an altar of repentance, tells us that old life is dead. Tells that old, us that old life is behind us. Tells us that we're going to take you over to the water and bury that old life in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, anytime the devil tries to bring that back, you say, I remember when I buried it. I remember when it died. I remember when I said, that's not me any longer. And God filled me with his Holy Ghost. He gave me a new life. He gave me a new name. He gave me a new heart. He gave me a new song. Amen. I'm not looking for anybody to validate me. I've got a God in heaven who's accepted me. I've got a God in heaven who's changed me. Amen. Well, thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Jabez had to overcome that. Jabez had to overcome everything that happened in in his past, in his family. Had to realize that God's bigger than all that. That's the the beauty of this born-again experience. 
You don't have to identify with that old life anymore. That, we said it this morning. That's not who I am. That's not what I am. That's dead. That's buried. God's filled me and made me new. Amen. Born again. Hallelujah. No matter what you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter how, how evil you feel like your past is, God is bigger than that. God is greater than that. God can love you and, and make you heart and mind recognize that, hey, you know what? I am loved. I am accepted. I, I, I'm not just dragging through this life hoping nobody... That's not who I am any longer. Oh, give God the glory one more time. Amen. Jabez called on the God of Israel. He's. We want to talk about his name, but we want to talk about a desire that was in Jabez. Somewhere along the line, Jabez prays. He calls on God and says, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Now, I know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of ways that might sound wrong. Bless me. I, I want blessings. I, is, that, is that selfish? Is it self-centered? Well, it can be. If that's your focus, we preach about that quite a bit. But the Bible tells us that God was, that Jabez was more honorable. God is pointing this out not to say that he had pride, but that there was something different about him. I don't believe he was saying, bless me, because he had his eyes on blessings. But there was something in Jabez that was not satisfied and wanted to grow. Amen? Can I tell you, it's odd to me in a generation that we live in today that people don't just want to grow up. I think they've been so manipulated, so deceived by, by Hollywood and so much of what is perpetrated, is shown in the, on the Internet that, that uh, it's been glorified that people, you know, they call it uh, somebody being a man-child, irresponsible. Never really learning how to take responsibility for yourself, for your actions. Jabez said, I'm not interested in all that. I want to grow. I want to be more. We're not talking about ambition, trying to prove a point to somebody else. But I believe, just the same way a child is always looking forward to, I, 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 don't wanna, I, I want to grow up and I want to I be a, a, a young boy being a man. Amen. A young lady being a woman. Saying, I want to I be more than what I am today. I, I want to grow up. There's something in Jabez that said, God, I'm not satisfied where I am. You've got more for me. Amen. Amen. That that would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. Thine hand might be upon me. It's a normal thing to want to grow. But Jabez, God saw something in him that wasn't just trying to get by. We've got a lot of churches, a lot of Christians, if you will, that have an experience with saying, hey, I, I believe in God and I'm following Him. But you know, they never really get to a place where they say, I want to have some responsibility. I want to be a blessing. I want my responsibilities to grow in God. Amen. I, I see the problems around. I see the challenges even in church. Hey, there's a lot of people that want positions and titles. But thank God for somebody that says, I can see where it gets difficult. I want to help. 
I want to help lift a burden. I want to help carry the load. I want to help in prayer. I want to help encourage. I want to help somebody get stronger in God. I want to help pray for somebody. Those are things that matter. Ambition says, I want people to look at me and respect me. I want to do more so you can see me and think more of me. But growing up says, I want to help shoulder the load. Growing up says, I understand the the blessing it is to be a part of the kingdom of God. And I want to be a laborer. Amen. I want to be somebody that, that, that gets in there and helps. Praise God. I remember having a pretty strong conversation with a young man one time and talking about all the how hard it is to get a job and how hard it is to keep a job and how hard some jobs are and how 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 hard it is to 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 just be get there and get on be on time. I said, "You know what? What what about what about this job that's that's posting for openings? Oh, I can't do that. You know how the weather and the, and how hot it is and how hard it would be. It wasn't a couple of days ago, trust me. But he was talking about how oh, oh and, and, and people, everybody I hear complaining about that place and the bosses. And I said, you know what? We could be sitting here talking about how tough it is and how hard it is and how miserable it is. How the work's too much and you don't get paid enough for it. I said, but you know what? You'd be sitting up in your chair, leaning forward, complaining about it. But there'd be something different about this. Because you'd have some self-respect instead of being lazy and talking about something that you don't know anything about. But you pushed through it and you did what you could and you got yourself a job and you worked hard and you don't like it. You're looking for something better. But something down inside of you says, you know what, I'm growing up and doing what's difficult because it has to be done. Rather than just taking a handout, I'm going to work for a living. Amen. Can I tell you that same mentality is in the church so often. We can talk about how hard it is. Talk about how who's doing it wrong. Talk about all the challenges. But thank God for somebody can say, hey, I'm in there praying with you. I'm in there laboring with you. There's something about somebody that wants to do more and be more for the kingdom of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. It's so easy to be that armchair quarterback. It's so easy to sit back and talk about how it ought to be done. But thank God for people that are saying, I, I get it's not easy, but you know what? I, it's not, I'm not looking for an easy way. I'm looking to hear well done. I'm looking to finally cross the finish line. I'm looking to see somebody saved, somebody help, to get, amen, the job done. Jabez wasn't about ambition. It wasn't about position. He recognized there's something in him that said, I could be doing more. I could be glorifying God in a greater way. I could, I could be a, a bigger help in this. And God, I want you, you know, enlarging your borders, there's a lot more work in that. I think God will help me with that. Amen. Amen. I think, you know, we, uh, we use that scripture so, so often. The Bible says where there's no ox, the stall or the... It's clean, amen? I don't want to... I have this nice stall and everything's clean. Don't want to mess it up with an ox. You know, it's, it's, it's empty, but it's clean. Nobody's going to come by and say, oh, what is that smell? Because I got a clean stall. Because I don't have an ox in it. Nobody's going to come by and say, what a mess. You ought to take better care of that. Because it's clean. Because there's no ox in it. 
But the ox is how you get things done. The ox is taking responsibility. It takes a lot of work to keep an ox clean and fed. And, and, but, but that's how you're going to get the job done. And when somebody steps up and says, you know what, I'm going to be a part of the solution. I'm going to help us have good church. I'm going to help us grow. I'm going to help us, amen, reach souls. I'm going to help us. There's going to be people that point and say, oh, you know what, you got problems. Yeah, but I'm doing something about it. Oh, you know, you're not doing everything perfect. Yeah, but I'm doing something, amen, besides just pointing a finger. Yeah, I might. you might be able to say, hey, I could do this or that better, but you know what? I'm doing all I can. Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Jabez had a desire to grow. He had a desire. Hey, I thank God. Somebody asked me this here recently. It doesn't make sense. You say you're satisfied in God, but then you say you just want more and more and more of him. What is it? (laughs) Well, I'll say this. I'm not looking for anything else. Amen. I'm satisfied because my search is over. I found Jesus. I found the one who my soul delights in. Amen. I found the one who satisfies. But I, it's so good, I keep wanting more and more of it. Amen. That's not a that that's not a contradiction. Amen. It's just a just an understanding that I know what I I know what I need. I just want to get as much of it as I can. Amen. And Jabez said, Hey, I, I I've, I've overcome my past, but now I'm not satisfied. I want to keep on doing more and more. Amen. Enlarge my borders. But listen, in in my last point, he said to enlarge his borders, and I already kind of started talking about it and more responsibility means more work more responsibility means more problems sometimes amen well let's be honest not sometimes as we grow the one thing that really stands out mostly to me with Jabez is not his prayer to expand and enlarge his borders and to to be more for the kingdom of God. But it's that he recognized the challenge that went along with the prayer. He recognized the danger. See, a lot of people don't realize this. When you're ambitious and you just want more because of position or or you're... Uh, what people think about you, you don't realize you're stepping into a different kind of warfare. It's already been said a few times here. The more you apply yourself to the kingdom of God, we preached about this morning, didn't we? The more the enemy is going to be stirred up. And you're actually now you're in a part of a warfare that you've never even partaken in. All those years you've been saying the devil's really been fighting me. You've just been trying to blame something on the devil that he probably didn't really have a lot to do with. But when you start, you start being more concerned with God's kingdom, it is going to stir some things up. Proverbs 10, verse 22 says, The blessings of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. And he addeth what? No sorrow with it. See, there's a recognition that more sometimes is not a blessing. It can be a curse. Amen. You ever hear anybody talk about all the lottery winners? Some of the tragedies and some of the problems and... I mean, some of you are saying, well, I'd like to just maybe see if I could handle it, right? <laughs> maybe I, I mean, I'd probably do better than that, right? Well, but listen, more sometimes it comes with responsibility. It comes with battles. It comes with problems, a, a higher level 
of warfare. A higher level of responsibility means a higher level of dealing with, with problems. And that's what he said. God couldn't. When God adds the blessing, there's not going to be any sorrow with it. Because when he adds the blessings, he's going he's to draw near to you. And you're going to have to keep your eyes on him. See, there's a danger sometimes that we start getting our eyes on the reputation and uh, the more and the things that just look so good and looks like we're successful. But don't recognize that the problems that go with that, we're going to need a, a closer walk with God. We're going to need to step up our, our relationship with Him because it's not in us. It's never been in us. Deuteronomy, the 8th chapter. God's warning the people through Moses, and He says, Lest thou say in thine heart, My power and might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. You're going to get to a place where I'm blessing you, and I'm enlarging your border, but the danger is that you start looking at how good I've been to you, and you start saying, Hey, I'm doing all right for myself. And it was never you all along. Amen. When God starts blessing us and God's doing some amazing things, appreciate the sister obeying God tonight. And, but it is all about Him. And it's never been about our wisdom or our gifts or our ability. It's about Jesus. Amen. And we start looking at ourselves. We start comparing ourselves to one another. We start envying one another or putting one another down. That's not the body of Christ. That kind of contention doesn't belong in the house of God. Just because you're the ear, it doesn't mean that the eye doesn't matter. Just because you're the hand doesn't mean the foot doesn't matter. But ambition and pride makes us look at ourselves as something more important than we really are. And Jabez said, listen, I want more. I want to grow. I want to be everything. I don't want to settle for anything less than God's very best. Amen. But Lord... Hallelujah. What did he say? That thou wouldest keep me from evil. There's going to be a battle along with it. Amen. There's going to be a trial. There's going to be problems. The more you do. Well, praise God. I went from, from living at home and, there, you know, nothing ever broke down. Nothing ever wore out, you know. I, I thought a light bulb didn't, didn't work. And you know what? Hey, the next day it just worked. Somehow it just worked. Amen. Nobody ever, nobody ever charged. There was always water coming out of the spigot. There's always food in the refrigerator. And it was easy. Then all of a sudden I said, I think I want to get one of these houses. Then I found out I've got bills. Growing up, amen, is going to give you some bills. Well, praise the Lord. And you look around and say, hey, who's going to take care of that light bulb? Hey, who's going to fill that refrigerator? Amen. He said, keep me from evil that it might not grieve me. Sadly, there's too many people in church thinking, thinking, you know what? Everything's always going to be easy. It's not always going to be easy. Amen. How many times have you heard it said? It's not original for me. But tell you what, when God told Noah, go build an ark. You better believe it doesn't just say it expressly in the word of God, but those animals didn't just all of a sudden be descented. And everything that they produced, amen, wasn't descented either. There's a lot of stink in the ark. 
we got to recognize when, when God's working, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be difficulties. Jabez says, I'm up to it. God, you just help me. Just help me. Keep me from the evil of thinking myself more highly than I ought to. Keep me from getting focused on me. Keep me from thinking it's always got to be easy in my way. Help me, Lord, that I wouldn't, it wouldn't grieve me. Well, praise God. 1 Corinthians 4. It's just a beautiful chapter. And he says, who maketh thee to differ from one another? Wow. You got something good going on? Whose fault's that? You got something good happening in your life? God used you? Praise God. Thank God. Thank God for these great testimonies. Thank God for service out in the nursing home. Thank God for people praying for one another. Amen. I don't want anybody discouraged, but say, man, I really felt God when I prayed. Awesome. Thank God. There's more to it. There's going to get, it's going to keep getting better. Amen. You're going to get the devil running. You're going to see victories, and you're going to see miracles, and God's going to work in your life. Amen. Amen. In a greater way, it's going to keep getting better. Greater works than these, I believe it. Amen. But who maketh thee to differ from another? Amen. When God uses you, don't look at yourself and say, hey, look at me. God did that in you. Amen. Hey, hey, you don't see God moving in their prayer like me. Watch it. Watch it, because pride goeth before a fall. Amen. Praise God. Look at me. What maketh thee to differ from another? Well, praise God. Well, I appreciate that preaching, Pastor. I'll, say, I'll put the shoe on. Amen. That was really good. That really touched me. That's got to be God. Amen. It's not because I have some kind of gift. It's got to be Him. I want to see it get better. I want to see people blessed. I want to see people helped. But glory be to God. What makes you to differ from anybody else? You're special. Thank God. I agree. I'm not being sarcastic. You are special. You're looking at me like you think I'm still being sarcastic. I'm not. I understand why. You're suspicious. But God's got something special working in you. I probably believe it more than you do. Amen. I'm praying about it maybe more than you are, that God would work in your life. But remember what makes you to be different from anybody else. What hast thou that thou didst not receive? It's God. Amen. God changed you. You were just that pain. Amen. You were just that trouble. You were just that one that caused trouble. Amen. But now look at you. God's put something new in you. Don't get high-minded. Amen. Don't get proud. What do you have that you didn't receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? Sister said it tonight. Praise God. I'm going to glory in Him. Amen. Glory in what He's doing. I'm going to be excited about Him. Amen. When you can have that kind of attitude, who knows how God is going to work in your life. When you're not interested, God doesn't want you to backslide. God doesn't want you to be lost. Say, why doesn't God do this, 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 and this, and put me in this and that? Hey, wait, wait a minute. If you're worried about you, that's just going to set you up for a fall. If you're just ambitious and full of pride, you better just get right with God before you try to do anything more for the kingdom of God. Because the devil's going to show up and you're not going to be prepared. Problems are going to happen. Not everybody's going to think you're special. Amen. So you're going to have to know how you got there, and who got you there. Because when people are against you, you can just say, you know what, I, I know where I stand. 
If thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? If thou hadst not received it, pride. I believe Jabez was saying, I get it. I heard. Praise the Lord. I want to be careful. I'm not sure exactly just when he was born in all this, but Moses told him in Deuteronomy. I believe he, he remembered all that if he was still born by then. He said, you know what? Don't get yourself lifted up in pride thinking you got yourself into the promised land. Amen? Don't let yourself, don't let yourself be so proud that it becomes a curse to you when you start th- seeing good things happen. We already said it a few times. I want to close with this idea that there are going to be battles. You know, in Exodus 23, go ahead and turn to it. Exodus 23. God's talking to them and saying, you know, I'm going to take you into this promised land. You used to be in Egypt and you used to be in the, in the wilderness, but I've got more for you. I've got a place for you, a, a land flowing with milk and honey. I've got a place for you that you're going to shine and be an example to the world of my goodness to those that I am blessing. In Exodus 23, verse 29, said, I will not drive them out. Talking about the Hittites, the Jebusites, and all those. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. By little and little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. You hear the wisdom and the love of God that says, I'm going to, I got my hand on your life. I'm going to bless you, but I've got it in a time frame, my time frame, not yours, so that you don't get swallowed up in all that's going to come your way. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. You're going to be more than you were yesterday. And I'm going to make sure the devil doesn't get ahead of this time frame. I'm going to make sure it all happens in a way that you're learning and growing step by step in it. Don't be, don't be so, don't be so impatient that you think you can skip a grade let god teach you what he's trying to teach you because there's more coming but there's battles that you need to be equipped to fight he said i'm not going to just handle all those enemies all at once there's a lot that goes on with that, with the land that needs to be taken care of and the battles that have to be fought. But I'm going to do this, listen now, little by little. I know you don't like that. I don't like little by little. I want it all and I want it now. Amen. God, let's just skip the process of it and get me to where I'm doing more. But God's going to take you through a process. Little by little, I'm going to drive them out because, you know, There's responsibilities that you're going to have to learn and grow into. There's battles and challenges and dangers you're going to have to face that you're going to have to grow into being equipped and effective to keep on the winning side. Amen. Jabez was honorable. He came from a past that he had to overcome. He had to trust God for complete victory over who he was. And you can see that he let God do that because of his vision. To say, you know what? It doesn't matter what everybody else is interested in. Lord, I'm asking you to bless me. But I want in the blessings, in the advancement, in the growth that you do in me, and you work in me, I want to be ready. And I want to be everything you have me to be. I don't want it to turn to a curse and to be something evil that would grieve me. But I want you to bless me and not add sorrow to it. 
Church, I'm telling you, God's working. God's doing some amazing things in you and in this church together as a body. But we cannot just be irresponsible. We can't take it lightly. We've got to take every step of it seriously. I want to hear what God's saying. I want to be led. I want to be, I want to learn. Amen. I want to grow into where God has taken me. I don't want to get satisfied. I don't want to get in a place of complacency. I want to do more. I want to be a greater asset to the kingdom of God. But God, as I pray that, let me know that it won't turn against me to be something evil. But Lord, that I'll be ready for the battles. Amen. I won't let allow pride to get a hold of me that somehow I think of myself greater than anybody else or what I ought to be. But Lord, I'll give you every bit of the glory. God bless you. Let's, let's bow our heads right now. Oh, Jesus, we love you, Lord. We love you, God. It's one thing to have vision. It's one thing to, to feel like, God, I want to reach my potential. I want to fulfill your will and use the gifts that you've put in me. But understand with that, that gift that God has given you, it's, there's responsibility. There's, there's battles that you're going to face, challenges, problems. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. When trouble happens, it's just part of life, part of growth, part of the battle. But God has a plan in it to teach you, to lead you, to equip you. Sometimes we settle in, we count the costs. I've seen it over the years where people want to be saved they don't want to die lost but they have no vision to say God help me grow and take on some responsibility help me work together with the church work together with my pastor work together with my brothers and sisters and that I can be counted on that I can be reliable that I can be responsible Jabez said it doesn't matter what everybody else wants I want to do my part I want to grow. I'm ready, God, but I, I want you to help me make sure that that this doesn't become a stumbling block to me. I've seen people just say, I, I, it's not worth the trouble. I'm going to just harden my heart a little bit. I'm not going to care as much as I once did because of problems. It's easier for me just not to grow, not to care, not to have a burden. That's not God's will. It's not God's will. I want to be a recipient. I want to receive God's salvation, but I don't want anybody to think that for a minute I'll be faithful, reliable, trustworthy for the kingdom of God. I want to be saved, but I don't want to be a laborer. I want to be in heaven, but I'm not sure I'm going to be that good and faithful servant that God's called me to be. Listen. In this world, you're going to have tribulation, the Bible says, but be a good cheer. He's overcome the world. He'll help you. Somebody here, maybe you need to get your vision back. You need to get 
that passion back for the things of God. You've you made mistakes. You've been hurt. But God's got a plan for you. You can overcome that. God can change that heart and give you a new heart. Give you a new name. Give you a new song. And in your prayer, God, I want to be faithful for you, for your kingdom, because you've been so faithful to me. I want to be, Lord, a greater asset for your glory. Don't let me get my eyes on me. Lord, when the trouble comes, when the challenges come and I'm faced with adversity, God, help me to keep my eyes on you. Be my strength. Be my help when things get rough. He'll be there for you. He'll be there for you every step of the way. Let's find a place to pray. Let's talk to the Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name. together as a family. Every one of us is in that. In a place of growth. Surrender to God. Let Him. Let Him teach you and equip you. Because greater responsibilities call for greater battles. Lord, teach us to fight, teach us to overcome, teach us to keep our eyes on you. Oh, yes, I love you, Lord. Where he leads me, I will follow. Oh, to God be the glory. It's all in him. It's all in him. God's doing a special work in you. Rely on Him. Trust Him. Let Him. Let Him train you and teach you. Let Him equip you. 
because as the borders are enlarged and the church is more and more walking in the Spirit, walking in His steps, effective in these last days, we're going to face the challenges. We're going to face the, the adversary. But together in Him, we are overcomers. We're more than conquerors. I'm pre- preaching this to, to those that have been praying, Lord. If you can use anything, you can use me. I want to be a tool in your toolbox, ready. Ready to be used for you. But maybe somebody here tonight, you're saying, I, I've lost that vision. I've lost that. It's just been too difficult. I want to tell you, it's time to get into the secret place of the Most High. It's time to get close to Jesus. That's where your safety is. That's where it's not about your reputation. Somebody talk against me. Somebody lie. I'm going to tell you, get close to Him. Keep your focus on Him. He'll shelter you. Keep you moving forward for His glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand, Father. Thank you again. Such a beautiful day in you, Lord, and in church. God, thank you for just everything you're doing in us. Lord, continue to teach us. Continue, Lord, to equip us. Lord, continue to help us to have the vision to see the work that needs to be done in this world. And in our lives, in our homes, and in this church, God, to recognize, Lord, just what it's going to take to to move forward in you. God, bless your people, I pray. God, let this word work on us throughout this week, God, and that we'd carry it with us, that we'd meditate on it, think on, Lord, how you are going to help us to be more for you. God, bless each one, I pray again. We pray for those that are sick, Lord, and for those that are hurting, God, keep your hand upon them and, and, Lord, move and work miracles in their lives, God. Keep us safe as we travel, Lord, and we ask you to shine your light through us, Lord. We thank you and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church.